I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. I'm Valerie. And we have a wonderful guest. Hi, I'm Ryan. You've heard me before. You have. You've all listened to all of them. Yeah, obviously, obviously, every single one of our listeners listens to every episode, including all the shorts. <laughs> they yeah. know what's up. Um, today, we watched a uh, Warner Brothers Merry Melodies cartoon called Honeymoon Hotel. Um, this is the first. I'm uh, of myself. <laughs> this is <laughs> spicy. <laughs> It was it was pretty spicy. Um, and it was also in color, which is the first of the Warner Brothers cartoons that we've seen in color. Uh, but we'll be far from the last, obviously. Who wants to give a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis? I just have it's not spoiler-free. You can just talk, give a synopsis. I know. I, I'm not uh-huh. necessarily going to do that, but I just have to say this uh-huh. at the beginning. Is I kept, because on the screen it said Peg Like Pete... Yeah. I kept expecting Pete to come in. I'm like, oh no, is he gonna like squish the box? What's going? On? I kept that's expecting the name Pete. Of, that's the name of the drive. Okay, I just <laughs> kept. Ex- oh, I thought that was part of no, the that's title, the name of the and hard I'm like, drive. oh no, is what Pete a, gonna come nerd, in? What's gonna happen with these little bugs? Oh no. Hey, in fairness, I'm pretty sure Valerie suggested the name. And then I was immediately like, yes, but I, I say that as someone okay. who names my drives after Redwall characters. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, all nerds here <laughs> casting stones in glass houses. Um. So anyway, all I'm saying is before someone does a synopsis, there was no humans or big people that tried to squish the bugs. Mm-hmm. It was all little bugs in a bug town. Yes. I mean, this is Warner Brothers who objectively does not own Pete, yeah. the Disney character. Ah. But fun fact, um, there is still another studio that has rights to use the character Pete at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the people who uh, still own Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit, are still making those shorts. And uh, Pete can still be in them, though he's in his original bear form from the Oswald days. Somehow in my brain, okay, I know Silly Symphonies is is Disney. And now, but in my brain, Mel- um Mary Melodies was Disney. I mean, in fairness, so, it's literally a ripoff. Of I, exactly. That, so. <laughs> but I was just like thinking this was Disney. And then when I saw the Peg Like There's also Happy Harmonies, mm. Color Rhapsodies. There's yeah. a lot of these. Looney yeah. Tunes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah. 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 So. Well, I guess I can try. Basically, you have a little bug town and you have some cute little uh busyness uh, everyday life but then you have two little bugs that that you know kind of focuses on and they fall in love and then you have a little bug wedding or they come out and they're married and then they you know everyone they jump in a little car and it's cute because the shoes that are dragging the car move them along propel them along but they end up at this honeymoon hotel and they check into the honeymoon hotel they you know the uh the courtier Concierge. Concierge. Uh, you know, Cordier, gets very to room. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is true. <laughs> Sorry. Concierge. <laughs> Just as spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the synopsis, everyone tries to be peepee toms. I don't know if that's the whole purpose of this hotel, because these little bugs just want 
want privacy. They're happily married now. Uh, but everyone goes into this hotel anonymously. You see a lot of Mr. I mean, you see all Mr. and Mrs. Smiths. That's all the names that are in the book. They go to their room. Uh, they, there's some kind of creepy peeping Tom that comes into the building, but he has a like sheriff's badge on. Yeah. He's, uh, a, cre- he's he, a creepy cop. Yeah. He's just, Oh, okay. So I didn't know if he's just pretending to be one, but I guess he's just, I a mean, as cop. far as we can tell, uh, he yeah. is a cop. Okay. So he's, he's, he's a creepy, um, you know, sheriff law guy. And then he gets, he gets his comeuppance, you know, from other doorknobs because when he can't successfully peep on them, you know, he tries to peep in other doors and then, they start getting all this wonderful room service and, but they keep coming in and they, they give them, I think some wine or some champagne wine. Uh, they, and then when there's like about six people, like there's three, three guy bellhops and, and three females. And then they're like, okay, we, we don't need anything else. Bye. And then you see all of those people trying to peep in on them. And then ultimately you know, these poor little ones can't get privacy, but all of a sudden the hotel catches on fire and it's, and you think that, oh, okay, maybe it's just like, uh, the insinuating their love is too hot, uh, you know, burning love, but the literal <laughs> hotel is on fire and the fire department, you know, all these people are jumping out, but this little couple cannot get out of their room. And so they end up just jumping into the trundle bed. And after all is said and done, they're still safe. Uh, and they finally get their privacy. They go back into the trundle bed. And there's a a poster of a baby on the back of that bed, just to make sure you understand implications. (laughs) And there was also a big wink before the the Uh bed closes. Lots of wings. (laughs) So what did we think of this cartoon? Can I just say real quick, sorry. Uh, No, 100%. (laughs) Can I just say, gets his comeuppance from other doorknobs is the most wonderful out of context (laughs) sentence I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Truth. <laughs> what did we think of this cartoon? Jury's still out a little bit on me. Uh, it's just, um, I'm not quite sure. We'll see with how our conversation goes. It was, it was strange. I'm just going to say it was strange. I mean, the, some of the bugs were really cute, uh, but yeah, just, I'm not quite sure what I think. It was definitely strange. I did enjoy it though. It was a lot of very like weird they 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 took their assignment and they ran with it they were like what about a bug town what about anything with a bug town uh uh green bean turns into a canoe sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was weird but uh realizing like it was color i thought that they did a good job given the considerations with the sort of color process that they were using it was mostly like the bugs were black and white but they had like reds and blues for like accents and like detail so it wasn't like full color like looking like a watercolor painting or whatever like disney does but i thought it looked good um it was it was a weird thing it's it's an odd little cartoon um i find it interesting because it's their first color one but also because it, the the warner brothers that i think is, the looney tunes and merry melodies kind of uh comedy that they're known for nowadays is i think starting to poke through here some it's it's not fully formed yet um earl duval is not exactly one of the the directors that goes on to be famous or anything though uh some sources do say that um 
uncredited animators on this included Bob Clampett and Chuck Jones. And Bob Clampett in particular is known for some uh, racier humor, let's say. Uh, so, you know, it's starting to peak out. They're they're not there yet. Um, they are much, much better uh, Warner Brothers cartoons on the way. Uh, but this is kind of, I'm starting to see it. And that's fun. Let's get specific with story and characters. We don't have the names of any of these characters, but our main characters would be the little bug guy and little bug girl, and then a handful of side characters. And they seem to be ladybugs. Yeah, they do. They do appear to be ladybugs. Yeah. I, okay. I just want to first start off is the whole purpose of the hotel is to have a place to peeping Tom on lovers. I don't know. I guess so, because it's like, these people just got married. Just married married first time lovers, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. just like, what's the deal? Because again, I thought Even the moon is interesting. Everybody's interested. The other thing, yes, the moon. The moon is is trying to peep. I think there's something cultural happening here, because I, I, I only have like media stuff to go on based on this, but like, it does seem like there used to be way more like, actual like active uh, communal interest in the consummation of a marriage yeah like oh. you see that in media and i and i wonder if that was truer back then that it was yeah. so, it was sort of a hey this is what you do now you need to go do it and we're gonna make sure it happens <laughs> it does yeah i think that tracks as far as the media i've seen too yeah Mom's Still like, very creepy, but it sure, maybe makes yeah. a little bit more sense. I don't know. Oh, or, or, okay, so is the lawman, it's like, okay, are they legally married? No, I think he's I a creep. Know. He's just a creep. I think yeah, he's, he's a creep. Just a creep. <laughs> okay. I think they're all just creeps, but I think that's yes. that's the, conce- the conceit behind it. All. Right. Like, I think it, the, sh- the short is playing with that idea and kind of taking it to an extreme. Ah, got it, got it. It's It's, yeah, I mean, I think it's purposeful commentary but it's perhaps it's dulled with time because we're not in the time it was made for and also i think they're just not at their sharpest yet writing wise so like it's there but it's not perhaps as obvious as it could be so then is some of the other i i take it that the 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 hot little bug burning love you know that heats up the thermometer they wanted it to be figurative and literal. Is that why we had the guess actual that's hotel the only thing on that fire? I can guess there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of really sudden that that just happens. Yeah. yeah. Their, their, yeah. their love for each other was was too hot. It's too hot. And, uh, they, okay, of just that little couple a thermometer the inside, the, the, inside yeah. the hotel just <laughs> yeah. for this purpose. Of course. And it is designed, apparently, yeah. to burn the hotel down when things get too hot. So all of that makes Seems, seems all like the a sense. terrible design. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I noticed it and I'm like, yeah, I see this when, joke. Coming. When the firefighters and stuff first started going, Valerie was like, Oh no, and I think you expected it to still not actually be on fire. Yes, yes, yes. You thought they were just gonna come and also peep. Yeah, no, that's then what it was I thought also too. That's on what, fire. Yeah, that's on what fire. I thought, yeah, that's what I totally thought yeah, too. Definitely just, was expecting the firemen to peep too. Yeah, but nope, it's just they are actually needed because the building is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like the different uh, in the bug town with all the like, I don't know, the different type of uh, cars like one. There were actually looked like little car cars, but then there was 
what would be like a horse and, and buggy, you know, carriage, but it was like a cricket or a grasshopper or something that was pulling it, the carriage. So it was kind of a mix between, you know, and then also you could see some things that were like human objects that were made into things. So you know, we're definitely like, we're definitely getting a lot more into animation here, which I think mm. is fine. We're pretty thin on story and characters in this one. So uh Keep those thoughts in mind and we can keep discussing them, but let me talk about the animation process, which is that this film is notable for being the first Warner Brothers cartoon produced in color. It used Cinecolor since Walt Disney had exclusive rights to the Technicolor process. There was only one other Mary Melodies cartoon produced in Cinecolor called Beauty and the Beast uh, before the series went briefly back to black and white. When color returned to the series, it began with two strip Technicolor, though Cinecolor would make a return in several late 1940s Looney Tunes and Mary Melody shorts. So the two-strip Technicolor that they eventually come back with is compared to the three-strip Technicolor that Disney's using. So they're still not able to be on the vibrancy level that Disney has, because Disney has rights to the process at the time. Um, But yeah, this is their first attempt at it using Cinecolor, which I think... My understanding, especially just based on other studios that end up using it and stuff, is basically that this is the the budget option. You know, it's like I can't I can't shell out for Technicolor even two strips, so Cinecolor is the way to go. And that's especially once uh, Technicolor isn't uh, so much in in Disney's vice grip anymore. You'll still see people using Cinecolor, I think, for that reason, especially lower budget, not well as well remembered cartoons. So is that like they just color part of the um, cells of, you know? It's, I, I don't know a whole lot because it gets really technical when you try to look at the exact differences of, of these color processes. But there's, mm. there, it's just a pro, it's just the process. Whatever the process that Cinecolor uses is, is, it seems like not as advanced as what Technicolor is capable of. Maybe that's why a lot of it is still just black and white, but then there and are part of it, it feels color. a little bit faded to the copy that we saw. So I think part of it is also still age, um, but it definitely, it, even at its, uh, even in its original form, it, it was never going to be competing with what Disney's color options at the time were. I was pleasantly surprised by the stability of it. In, anyway, the, the yeah. stability of the copy that, that you showed me. The Looney Tunes and Mary Melody shorts are certainly the ones that are most easy to find communities of people who are committed to finding the best quality versions they can. And I very much appreciate it. There was a lot of repetition in character designs. Oh, 100%. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, just many of them just looked identical other than, you know, a few changes here or there. Uh, but I did enjoy, like I started to say, the human objects that were incorporated as part of their world. And one of the most uh, obvious and notable were with the fire truck. Uh, it was, it w- were combs. There were combs and as part of it. And then some of their, I, don't, I guess the latter, it was almost like a, a long um, screw or drill yeah, bit, uh, a yeah. long drill bit or something, you know, that had that the they circular. they can use as a slide. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so interesting in, in that sense. I, uh, I, it, I, I first thought when they first started showing the ladybugs in the park that they were going for like a color coding kind of thing where all the boys were going to be wearing blue and the girls were going to be wearing red. Yeah. That is how it ended up in the final couple that ends up being the focus of the story. But then I realized, no, they're not. And, and then I was like, are they implying something? And then, no, I just think they were 
just but, just yeah. being random with it. Uh, I was like, yeah. there's two two with red back there. Oh goodness, what does that mean? We we can take that and and imply our own things, but yes, I I agree that it's almost certainly not purposeful. Yeah. Oh, one one thing that just stuck in my mind when they uh, when the fire was happening at the honeymoon hotel a lot of bugs were were jumping out of a window i mean successfully like i I don't remember if they had a tarp or trampoline or something for them to jump on but there was were some people that jumped out and one gentleman i i thought he was wearing like the drawers and bloomers but then another one came out after he wasn't no you even see him like pull his shirt down like he's embarrassed about his lack of pants you know what that's correct for some reason was the one before wearing wearing some too there was a lady right before him and she had like a longer kind of dress like a nightgown okay okay Never mind, because I was like, what happened to the person that those drawers belonged to? But never mind. Now that you say that. I'm with you, because it didn't read it didn't read as clearly, I think, as they intended for me either. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's just wearing pants, and those are the bottoms of his legs. And But no. he was. Turns out he was not wearing pants. He was wearing a long shirt, and then his pants. Yeah. I think his, uh, his grab, his, like, trying to cover himself maybe needed a little more, just a slightly more time in the animation to really, like, register and then maybe have the shorts coming up a lot like quicker like yeah i think this is one of the ways for me at least in which this is still like they're not hitting on all cylinders yet the timing's not there to kind of have the quick snappy yeah. stuff that looney tunes becomes known for anything else with the animation or do you want to talk a little bit about the sound design so this had two songs in it. I'm not actually sure what the first one was called. I'm assuming it's Bugtown or something. Um, and then the other one was Honeymoon Hotel, which was originally introduced in the 1933 Warner Brothers film Footlight Parade. Uh, and then this short appears on the DVD release of that film. So that's appropriate. Like most of these Mary Melodies in this time period, the song is, the the short itself really is per- to promote a song that Warner Brothers has in its song catalog. <laughs> um, and so that's, it's definitely a thing that the animators at uh, the studio become more and more irritated by because they are like, it's difficult to like make a cartoon around that. We would like to not have to have the songs in there. And eventually they don't. And eventually Mary Melodies is indistinguishable from Looney Tunes. But right now it's very much still serving its purpose. Um, I, I found the Honeymoon Hotel song to be quite catchy. It was still in my head some after we watched. So I enjoyed it as well, but I, I found it interesting that the, the, the ways in which they like split back and forth between like actually singing the lyrics and then like yeah. speak singing the lyrics and how out of tempo some of the speak singing was. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating <laughs> yeah. for me, but definitely. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, I, I think I I think I've discussed this a lot, and just that it's not on the level that the later Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies are at. I mean, you know, it's very het, but not I don't know. It's very wink and nudge at you, but I think it doesn't have the sharpness it needs to make that as effective as it wants to be. Um, but there's nothing in it that particularly like offends me. And I think like we've discussed, I think the cultural context of it is slightly lost on us. I think it. Yeah. Made more sense when it released and is a little harder to to grok what they're, you know, doing here. 
nowadays. Yeah, I mean, because I just mean, like, because the overall concept is like, what? You know, it's, it's creepy in the sense that people get married, they go to a hotel, and everyone's trying to peep at them. I think Honeymoon but... Hotel is like a concept is not is not as culturally ubiquitous anymore. Yeah, and like I said, they were cute bugs, and there was nothing, it was just, you know, funny in that sense. But, you know, so I, I was just going to say, I guess the, just the idea of, you know, two people trying to be alone, you know, going to a hotel, you know, being behind closed doors, but everyone's peeping on them, that in itself is a little bit like, oh. but, you know, like I said, I don't think it says it would make us... In today's society or in today's context, it would just be creepy. Again, I think it is supposed to be creepy in their in their day, too. Like, I I think that they are purposely heightening it and trying to, to make it over the top. But I, I, they're just not sharp enough with that commentary. And it could be more over the top, I think, you know? It's, it's like, oh, haha, what, what an untoward thing to do. But look at them yeah. go about it. Isn't that funny? basically (laughs) yeah and i wonder if part of the short was supposed to be like and you too are watching them in terms of like you know they go in the bed the uh fold out bed yeah yeah so but i'm wondering was that also lost because like you said they're not quite on the level where they uh where they're at their peak so so yeah, because I, th- I think like to highlight that sort of point, there could have been more of an effort of like the bug guy, like trying to obscure our vision specifically. Yeah. that I think would have heightened that idea and joke. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in the short? I think I'll go with the hotel setting on fire and, and rather like getting to that, like the, the thermometer and then, oh, the place on fire. Like, it just, I can see the logic I'm supposed to follow here. But I think it could have been done better to either, like, make the connection clear and or make it more of a joke that is funnier rather than like, a oh, I misunderstood. I, I just, it felt a little weak. I felt like that could have been improved. Yeah, like it could have, like they could have like just had it set off a, an alarm that they heard at the firehouse. The firemen come down, they get up on their ladders and they're like peeking in through the windows to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, that would have been funnier, actually. It would have yeah, been. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, maybe they're like, all right, a little, a little too hot and heavy, spray them down with some water. And they get <laughs> mad again. They close their windows. Yeah. And they hide, yeah. In, they hide in the Murphy bed. Writing a better cartoon over here. I know. Yeah. Good rewrite, Ryan. I don't know. I kind of like the like, oh, haha, I get it. Like, they're so hot that the fire department gets called. It's like, oh, wait, no, it's actually on fire. Which, again, they probably could have done better uh, yeah. as, a, as a joke to really kind of uh, emphasize it. If that's not your least favorite, then what's your least favorite part? I think out of the, like, um, people peeping in on the uh, couple... Just the the one with the cop. I I think I liked that the least. Yeah, I was gonna. I was toying between those two. I think I'm gonna join you, Valerie, in that. Um, I do like the end where he got his comeuppance from the other doorknobs, but the part where he's trying to peep in on them and just that was yeah. I'll uh I'll go with you on that one, Danica. I'll I'll, I'll go with the fire as well for its uh, uh not ambiguity for its uh in inapplicability in ways to to the plot yeah. and, and it just feels like a misstep what was your favorite moment in the cartoon i don't know why 
I truly mm-hmm. don't know why, but it, like, my brain keeps going back to it and I can't explain it, but I'm just going to say it because it's what's going through my head. For some reason, my, I get stuck on the alimony dodger as their example of someone who would be in a, pres- in a jail funny. cell. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, that's your choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like that little bee or whatever it was, was just, it is in the prison garb and it could have been anything. Could have been there for any reason, but they decided alimony was the one. I think that fits with the theme. Like, it's like, you know, it takes two to tango. And you've got to have take responsibility, and sure. you did it. So yeah. that this is where it lands you. Again, it makes me wonder if there was some cultural thing going on right then, like where they had just maybe maybe somewhere had just like really uh, institutionalized like alimony and, and possibly like set up, set up a, a very firm legal framework for it, and, and there was a suddenly a lot of alimony dodging that was happening in the news or something, and they just like well we'll put that in there. Everyone knows what that's about. I think I think for me it's the the hotel staff coming in and like do doing their job and being like okay bye and they close the door and then they're all trying to to look and it's like come on guys this is just it was amusing to me that or the winking at the end just to make <laughs> sure you understand the implications I think I'm going to say the uh for me similar very similar to to Ryan but I I like that whole kind of setup of the little town and like, you know, someone pushing the, the buggy, you know, with baby bugs and the horse and, you know, buggy, which was a you like seeing Bugville and, or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, just, Bug just town. The, pan of the little town. Yes. Uh, I think I'll go with the um, when the couple is walking like on their date or whatever. And uh, the guy picks up the uh, edamame or the a piece or whatever, like knocks the inside mm. out and then makes the canoe for them to go in. But I think it could have been better, uh, when it comes to color, like the, uh, the stock was more sketchy. So visually it was, there wasn't a lot of attention called to it. So it was a little drawing when he interacted with it, but I liked what he did with it. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's just, uh, an outcome of the process that they were using and having to kind of work with that. Um, but yeah, that's what I'll say. Who was your least favorite character? I'm going to say the pervy policeman, I think was my yeah, favorite Yeah, I agree. The police guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. The creepy cop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Who was your favorite character? Which honestly might, is harder, I think. Yeah. I like the the I don't remember the term that applies, but the uh, tall caterpillar guy that's carrying all the bags. Yeah, yeah like the is it concierge or yeah, yeah, or bellhop or yeah. I don't. He's know. a he's a friendly guy. I liked him. Yeah. He he sang a little bit. He's carrying all the bags. And I'm like, I like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I if I want the alimony dodger because he looked a little <laughs> contrite in there, and I liked how he looked. I liked his design. <laughs> I might have to go with the, the alimony dodger. It's <laughs> another pretty good choice. out of context quote, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go with the alimony dodger. <laughs> yeah. I liked how I liked how he looked contrite. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Mine is the uh, the the one of the hotel staff in particular who who was getting left out and like, aha, oh right, I have a spyglass. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> and his, his weird morphing spyglass that could yeah, yeah. go up to the transom window. That was hilarious. I guess there's a reason, like, nobody's choosing the couple. They didn't do a ton. Not really. 
stuff was done to them. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they were beset upon. Yeah. They did sing some, but yeah, their designs weren't that interesting. I guess I'll agree with the bellhop. All right, let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. Now I'm really doubting my use of the word contrite. I think I used that out of context. <laughs> now you're good, you're good. Overall consensus, huh? So, uh, I, I mean, like as I said at the beginning, I, I pretty well enjoyed this. Uh, there wasn't anything like drastically like like oh my god why, why are they why are they doing this like I, I i got it and it made sense even if it wasn't you know something i would do and, and i found it funny overall throughout so um, I, I liked it yeah i i think it's a cute little one yeah i think i'd lightly recommend it rating not yet well, ryan he i didn't hear what he would rate it um let's see I I don't I ref, I don't have any context of my previous ratings and I don't want it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with a strong three stars. Strong, strong three, three stars. stars. A strong three. Uh, yeah, it was fine. I liked their use of color. Kind of knowing that it they were constrained by the process that they were using. I think they did a good job. Uh, but it was a weird little thing. It was fine. I'll give it a two. A week two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you needed to lean back in and add that. <laughs> I think I will, after our discussion, I, I think I will lightly recommend uh, because it, it was funny. It was very weird, but it was funny. And I think I'm going to also uh, reiterate Valerie's uh, week two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, li- I lightly recommend it. I'll give it, I'll give it a 2.25. I think it's, I think it's cute. I enjoyed it more rewatching it with y'all, um, than I did when I originally I watched it. enjoyed our reaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like this on your friends. It's, it's cute to watch with friends. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Thank you all very much for listening. Thanks. Yes, thank you. And next time we will be heading on back to Disney. Uh, who's going to give us another adventure with old Mickey Mouse um, that's going to involve some Lilliputians. Ooh. Oh, gosh. And okay. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. And thank you for joining us on our movie in a little bit. So. Yeah. Happy to be here. All right. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.
Oh, am I? Am and I we Ryan? Have a wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I said, oh yeah, and I'm gonna cut that. But I mean, did you finish I'll your thing? Cut it. That's true. You'll cut that. Yeah. Out. Thanks, baby. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Thanks. It's like this won't be in there, and I'm like, will it? <laughs> Thanks, future <laughs> my wife, for cutting this. I appreciate it. I did, yeah, dislike that. I mean, I disliked that the most, and I liked it the least. Nailed that one. <laughs> I'll, Valerie, if you could cut that one. Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> Love you so much. <laughs> Has anyone said their favorite? Uh, Ryan. Ryan said it. That's right. I haven't said it either. No. Just me sitting out here alone on the edge of a branch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. That's not going to pick up. (laughs) Sorry, Ryan. Bye.